Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Uh-huh, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, man. Boy, oh, boy, boy, boy. Man, God has been good to me. I, I can't even, <laughs> I, I can't even put it into words, man. But I try, though. I try, I try, I try. God does things for me just right on time. He's he's so cool with it. And um, I happen to run across Joel Osteen on television, like I often do all the time. And um, I was sitting there, and he had such a timely message for me. A part of it was something that I've said oftentimes about if you really, really, want to be successful, if you really, really want to change, if you really, really want to prosper, if you really, really want to achieve greatness, if you really, really want to have something in life that's worth having, if you really, really want to accomplish your goals, you got to push through all of it. He said that when you get closer to it, the more difficult it becomes. Did you hear me? He said, the closer you get to what it is you want or you need or you have to have or, 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 or you would love to be, it gets a little bit more difficult when you get closer. He told this uh, story that's in the Bible that I'd never heard before. This is what he said. He said there was a man who was uh, paralyzed and Uh, he had heard that Jesus was speaking at a house. And so he wanted to get there. So he convinced four of his friends to put him on a stretcher and carry him for, for hours to get to this house where Jesus was speaking. He said that along the way, these friends said that, that that they went along because he has so much faith that if he could just get to him, it could be better. That he could, if if he could just get over there and he could see him, that he might have a shot at getting healed. And so he said they took out along the way and they walked and they walked and they walked for hours. And then uh, when they got there, the house was completely filled with people. There was absolute. It was packed wall to wall. There was absolutely no way for the men to get him on that stretcher in to see Jesus. This is a story that uh, Joel Osteen said is in the Bible, and we was telling it. Now I'm just repeating the parts of it I, I I gathered. And so he said they sat there and they went, "Wow, man, we walked all this way and it's full, and 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 we can't get there." He said. And then the guy with the affliction told the four men, if you get up on the roof and cut a hole in it and lower me down, I bet I could see him then and I bet it'll be all right. Now, he then said, you must imagine how these four men must have felt 
when you carry somebody for hours on 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 the way they had to carry some cloth connected by a couple of sticks said the men's shoulders had to be bruised had to have deep uh gouges in them not cuts but just indentations where they had carried the weight of this grown man for so many hours and they looked at him in disbelief like man what are you talking about we done walked all this far he said yeah but if you get up on that roof and you cut a hole in it and lower me down I can see him, and when he see me, it'll be all right. After sitting there and imploring the men, they went up and did just that. And and in the, and in the story that Joel Osteen said, the man was healed. But the point he was making was, he was saying that the closer you get to what it is you really want, the more difficult it's going to become. But you've got to push through. See, if you don't push through, you never know. See, you can't get right to the answer and because it gets really difficult, start creating those little sayings that we got as people. Uh, well, I guess it wasn't meant to be. I, I guess it wasn't the Lord's will. No, man, I guess you should not give up right now. I guess you should keep pressing. I guess you should do more. Because, see, in all of us, in all of us, when you've had enough, I want you to know something. You do have a little bit more in all of us. You can do one more. You know, that's one of my favorite things. And I heard Joel Osteen say it and it kind of made me feel good. He said, I always feel like I can do one more anything. And I tell my friends all the time, I can do one more, man. I could do one more day. I can do one more anything. Now, here was the jewel that I never really knew that Joel Osteen uh, and God sent to me. I needed to hear. He said that no matter what you're going through, no matter how long the challenge is you've been facing, God has an end date for it all. Did you hear me? No matter what you're going through, no matter what challenge you're facing, no matter what situation you've gotten yourself into, God has an ending date. All you got to do is keep pressing forward. All you got to do is hang in there. All you got to do is don't give up. All you have to do is don't turn back. There is an end date for all of it. Even when you think you've had enough. And boy, have I had this conversation with God on several things that I've been going through. And I'm go- I've am i even told him, look, I got it, man. He said, just keep hanging on. There is an end date to whatever it is you're going through. There's an end date to your illness, your sickness, your, your, your tired of being tired. There's an end date to this relationship that you can't seem to get through beyond over that's that's a, like a cancer to you there's an end date but you've got to hang in there you've got to keep pushing forward you cannot turn around you must not go back because when god gets you through this and you break through to the other side the reward and the benefit is far greater than the struggle i oftentimes look at some of the things that God has brought me through in, in, in my worst times. 
And and when he brought me through, I went, wow, man. Now that I understand that, now that I'm on the other side and I have the benefit of the reward for it, would you do it all again to get there? Yes, I would. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, listen, I hope you're feeling real, real grateful this morning. That's all you got to do. If you start with gratitude, it affects your attitude. And once it affects your attitude, it automatically changes your potential altitude. Gratitude affects attitude. Attitude determines altitude. You want to fly high? Thank the most high. That's all I got to say. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Me looking here, Shirley Strawberry, uh, Mississippi Monica, Kill Spates, better known as Junior, and the legend that is nephew Tommy. Junior, what's on your mind this morning? Okay, Uncle, you know this weekend was fight weekend. Yeah. I don't know if you got to see the fight. Yeah, I saw Probably, it. You saw it? But let me ask you this, Uncle. What's one of the craziest fights you've ever had in your life? Like, how did it start, and what, what was the outcome? Johnny Waller, ninth grade, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, junior high. I accidentally did something to Johnny Waller. Johnny Waller was actually winning. Johnny was about, he had got the best of me. We had been tussling so long, nobody broke it up. I fell back and Johnny Waller was on top of me. Yeah. And I was in trouble. Johnny Waller had got a couple of blows in that had grazed my jaw. He had me, but I was mm-hmm. moving my head side to side. <laughs> he, he, he got I, I knew not to just stay there and give yeah. him a cold shot. So I wasn't bobbing the wheel. I was just turning my head in the direction oh. that I saw the punch. So he was just glazing. <laughs> I got one of my hands up mm-hmm. and was just trying to push him in the face. You know how you just want, I just push his face up and get his chin up in the air as high as I can so I can stop some of these blows from raining down. My Mm. baby Fangle accidentally got caught in Johnny Waller's nostril. And I pushed up and it tore his nostril 
at the base from the top of his what? lip, and blood went everywhere. Yeah. Johnny Wallace started crying. Yeah. <laughs> he, he rolled off of me. When I went to school the next day, yeah. word had got out <laughs> that Steve Harvey, who was now Slim the Snatcher, <laughs> had busted Johnny Waller's nose. Uh-huh. When in actuality, I accidentally tore his nostril uh-huh. off his, and man, Steve hit John. Now, he had to get eight stitches at the base of his nostril. Dang. And boy, after that, yeah. I was, was Steve the Snatcher, <laughs> Steve the Stitch Man, Stitching Steve, you know, Rock'em yeah, Sock'em Robot. My reputation was built. <laughs> Everybody was scared because Steve Harvey punched Johnny Waller. And after the story got told several times, it wasn't even the truth no more. Steve yeah. Harvey punched him so hard, <laughs> knocked his nose truth. off. You could throw them hands, Steve. Yeah, All right. that was the greatest fight I've ever had. Thank Coming you, up in 32 minutes after the hour, the pastors are here with church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now. It's Monday, you know, so it must be time for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam with church complaints. We gather <laughs> on this Monday morning. We come to you with gravaciousness. Gravaciousness. We come to you with the benevolency of gratuity that is beyond botanicals. Yeah, by, by what? Botanicals. By That's a- like gardening. We. Uh. Ostentatiously, come on now. Know that you ought thine ubiquity, thine ubiquity of aniety of the deity here in society. Lord, Ooh, say mercy. that one more time. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. No no no. That one where you just go one and done. One and done. That's I'm a star athlete in North Carolina. Yo, mm-hmm. <laughs> we turn this over to Deacon Def Jam for church complaint. Come on, Deacon. Ah, so, Pastor, the mass uh, church singer contest is this coming uh, Saturday. They are asking that uh, uh, Deacon Jr. not enter this year. His high pitch threw everyone into something. They asking that you uh, get him to not get involved this year. Uh, well, but that's your call, though, Pastor. I'm in total agreement with that, but I have already given uh, Brother Junior uh, permission to sing in the mask uh, talent search at the church, and he's going he's to wear the mask that I said he could wear. You're going to let him sing in this? Yeah, he's... He's going to come out as an ant. Mm. Why an ant? Ain't nobody done an ant all this season. In no season I've seen an ant. But Well, that's why. You know, I would imagine if an ant sang, though, that's what he'd sound like. Oh. And that, that way we'll know it's him and we don't, we'll just take him out. To, we won't judge him so harshly. Mm. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, uh, Deacon Jr., you are... 
cleared to continue being in the. Uh, if he uh, gets yeah. to round two, his costume is a squeaky doll. <laughs> he gonna be that in round two. Well, good luck, Squeaky. <clears throat> Pastor has cleared you. Uh, Sister Charlene Murphy's son, uh, Gary Murphy, has been caught stealing catalytic, catalytic converters. Uh, he stole one while a car was at a red light and two more at a fast food drive through Now, he... He got all of them while the cars were running. This, this boy's incredible. Now, the uh, only reason why he got caught is he tried to uh, order some food while he was in the drive-thru. Sister Murphy is asking for 3500 to bail him out. We're not going to be able to get involved in that, Sister Murphy. Sorry to form you of that, but uh, mm. he got to learn a lesson. Mm. Give him credit, though. When you can steal a catalytic converter at a traffic light and want it to drive through. Your ass is stealing. Amen. They say he good, pal. He gets them in by 30, 31 seconds. He gets them out in 31 Ooh. seconds. That boy good. How can we tell him? Hold on. All the thing I can say is you call them game people that make uh, Grand Theft Auto and see if they ain't a role for him in that. Yeah, other than that, I don't know what to tell you. We can move on to the next one. I can't help him. I ain't got no 3,500 billion in his house. He didn't get right. me no catalytic converter. I know that. No. Uh, uh, well, we got the. I'm worried about the church band, but we'll 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 keep an eye on it. But I'm worried yeah. about it. Ah. You let that catalytic converter come up missing on that church band. I got something for little. Uh, what's in there? I got something for little gay. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, here's a major issue. Uh, Deacon Mike Tyson is asking for forgiveness for his actions that occurred on the airplane where he beat a passenger mm-hmm. uh, for throwing a water bottle at him. The members are 50-50 on his prayer request, but that's that's on your call if you want to pray for Mike or not, Pat. I don't care what the other 50 feel about that. We are in total support <laughs> of Brother Mike on this one right here, I saw the video of the uh, white boy. Kept on pressing it. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Then he called him a peasant. Mm-hmm. He did that. He did that. Yes, he did. Peasant. Well, you know, Mike got him, dropped them hands on him. And he looked like a fool on that camera. Turned all them cuts on the side of his head. Mike was tagging his ass. <laughs> and our the jackpot joint of Jerusalem is in. Total support of Brother Mike Tyson. Matter of <laughs> fact, the bail money that Sister uh, Catalyst Converter Boy is requesting for the 3500 we we're putting that in the fund to free Mike Tyson just in case. <laughs> just in case. So we, we are I sure hope nothing with... we, we are on Mike Tyson's side. On this right we are on Mike Tyson's side. All right, all right. I'm on, you know, I, I would let Mike know he has called for prayer. Yeah, uh, we gonna give it to him and the thirty five hundred uh, for that little <clears> boy still in them catalytic converters. He has a problem, Pastor. <laughs> Sister Bertie Jean has been telling members that she is in jail and needs money to bail her out. She raised six thousand dollars from the members. Now we lately found out that she is in Facebook jail for posting bad information about dotted peoples. She said, "Come on in the room." Has sexual innuendos and uh. So uh, she's in Facebook jail. Why is so many of our members incarcerated? (laughs) 
Let, let me make this perfectly clear. Uh-huh. There'll be no more monies donated, collected, released, or any other form <laughs> for bail, trial, legal fees, or nothing else like that in here. Well, Go what would to judge, another church. What would Judge Steve do? I mean, wouldn't he? No. Wouldn't he have some type of leniency on these Oh hell no! He don't know about no because we gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> coming up. <laughs> Thank you, Reverend Motown and Deacon Dev Jam. Coming up next. <laughs> next, ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in our entertainment report, two celebrities had a hard time with overzealous fans. We'll talk about Mike Tyson's incident on an airplane and how Kiki Palmer's privacy was violated recently. We'll get all into that, okay, at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for Ask the CLO. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building, ready for your love questions. Charlinda in New Jersey says, my sister and I fell out over you, Mr. CLO. I told her that you said men and women can't be friends. I bet her $100 that her platonic friend would hit her in the face, uh, would hit on her if he was drunk. I don't know where I got to hit her in the face from. Would hit on her when he was drunk. <laughs> and lo and behold, it happened right in front of me. She doesn't want to pay up now, but I won fair and square. How do I get my money, Mr. CLO? Well, I, see, I'm the chief love officer. I ain't the mm-hmm. chief collection officer. <laughs> so they're two different titles. Uh-huh. I told her what I said to her. Mm-hmm. She didn't believe. Now, how you get your 100? I, I can't help you, sweetie. Mm-hmm. I really can't. I can't, I can't help you. Why, why don't you just be satisfied with the fact that you were right? You're not finna get a hundred. And I can't. T- and I could tell you how to get the hundred. I, I see. Sometimes it ain't the hundred I be after. When I win a sure. bet, you don't have to pay me the money. Sometimes yeah. I get it out in other ways. But I'm gonna get a hundred dollar worth though. <laughs> she wants to know. That's what she wants to know though. How does she get her money? Well, I can't help her get her money, Shirley. I'm not <laughs> I'm a collection officer. See, <laughs> I got. I, I I I can punish you on the radio with jokes. I can release something oh. about you on Instagram. I could do a lot of things to get my money out you. But oh, I I don't know how she don't she don't want to lose her friendship over hundred dollars. You was just right. Her sister. This is with her sister. Oh, you right. oh your sister ain't gonna pay you. All right. All right. Johnny in Lexington uh, says, I'm a 30 year old daddy's girl. And my mom recently told me that I need to get my own man. That really hurt, especially since I've had failed relationships because I'm looking for a man like my dad. How can she be so cruel? Is it jealousy? Who? Her Mm. mother told her that? Yeah. Her mom told her to get her own man because she's a daddy's girl. She's 30 years old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She told you that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there is some jealousy in there because she tired of that. But, you know, uh, you're trying to find somebody like your daddy, but you can't find somebody like your daddy in your daddy and at your daddy's house. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what to do. If you're just sitting around the house looking at your daddy waiting on him to come up to the door and ring the doorbell, it's probably not going to happen. You know, make yourself uh, more available. Let 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 the possibility of you be made known on a wider scale. Get on the dating site, you know. Get your two telephones on this dating site, and uh, start uh, seeing what's out there. Just make yourself. You ain't got to go hunting. 
Just make yourself available. You ain't got to do no swiping right and swiping left. You ain't got to get into that. They're going to swipe for you. They're going to look for you. Hunters will find you. Okay. All right. Uh, she She's really a little upset with her mom. You know that because she's thinking well, her mom whatever, being you know, cool Ain't nothing you can do about your mommy because your mom crazy. Moving on to Essence in Buffalo. Essence says, my husband and I are in our mid-50s, and we used to be swingers until his ED stopped our fun. I'm Uh -uh. fine with him pleasing me in other ways, but he keeps encouraging me to hang out with our old group if I need to. Would that be selfish? Mm. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you know, the fact that you're asking about the old group is something you're thinking about doing. What are yes. you asking me? Would that be <laughs> selfish? He didn't told you to go hang out with the group if you need to. What if he need, need to do to. is fix that damn problem, though, because it is fixable, homie. That's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Go get your blood work done. Go to a qualified urologist, and they got all types of stuff out here. You okay. got to be sitting up there. Um, Lest you just wore yourself out. Now, that could have happened. He just could be exhausted. Yeah, mid-50 swingers. Yeah. Mid-50. He ain't got much left. (laughs) 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 Well, um, all right. So go to the doctor is what you're saying to this couple. The the dude need to go to the doctor, man. Okay. They got things out here now. Get yourself some help. You know how sometimes black men don't like what like to go to the doctor. That's what they say. You know? I tell you what, black men really don't like mm-hmm. <laughs> just laying over there. <laughs> 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 Think your ass don't like the doctor? How about your ass just laying over there? Ain't nothing going on. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Get you some early morning activity back in your life, boy. Go to the doctor. All right. All right, moving on to Rayanne in Southfield. Rayanne says, I'm dating a man that loves to shop for me, and he bought a dress that's too small. I don't want to tell him that I need a size 16 instead. Should I sneak to the mall and exchange it myself or be yes. honest and embarrassed about my dress size? Ooh, ain't nothing well, wrong with a 16. Listen to Ooh. me. Mm-hmm. He yo man. It don't yeah. the number don't mean nothing to him. Mm-hmm. He like what okay. he like. Okay. He loves to shop for you. He just don't know the right size to buy. Mm-hmm. Mm. If if he was bothered by your size, he'd be shopping for a different person. Uh, but he keeps shopping to buy you stuff. He just mm-hmm. don't know the number. See, yeah. it looks mm. so good to him. He don't see 16. Uh-huh. He see what he like. Now, to him, that might be a 12. Yeah. You got it going on, Rayanne, in other words. I ain't you know, wrong you with the 16, you. though, y'all. You know, <laughs> you know, see, you tripping. Uh-huh. You know, he holding dresses up to light on racks and stuff. That You can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so she should go and, and exchange it. Just go mall. and exchange it. You ain't got yeah. to get into nothing. You don't have to sneak in. Just go exchange it. That's it. Ain't nothing wrong with this thing. Go and exchange it. They have your size down now. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she, she's 
she's saying, you know, she's embarrassed and all of that. Should she be? Uh, Why she are be you embarrassed, embarrassed when about? you said you got a man that loves to shop for you? Mm-hmm. He like dressing up the package. He like <laughs> this man just don't know the right number to buy. It don't matter to him that you were 16. Yeah, simple fix, Rayanne. Don't make problems where there are none. Man, <laughs> see, you you none. feeling guilty about something. You, that's your issue. He don't have yeah. that issue. Uh-uh. He keep buying clothes for you. If he had a real issue with your size, he'd be looking for somebody that was a different size. Okay, I hope you heard that, Rayanne. Ooh. I hope you heard that. Size 16 and up. Whole lot of butt <laughs> and a short haircut. Oh Lord, don't Kirby make me girls. Lord. <laughs> All right, thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A flight out of San Francisco International Airport turned violent last Wednesday night. We've all heard this story by now when boxing legend Mike Tyson repeatedly punched a passenger. He punched the passenger (laughs) in the face... Yeah, after he threw a water battle at him, according to TMZ Sports, um, Melvin Townsend, the passenger, was extremely intoxicated and would not stop provoking Tyson. Then he threw a water bottle at him. Witnesses reported that Tyson did not appear angry at first, and then things took a turn after Tyson took a selfie with the man, and the man reportedly kept trying to talk to Tyson. After punching the man several times in the face, witnesses claimed Tyson then walked off the plane. Townsend reportedly got medical attention and then went to the police. (laughs) What'd you say, Steve? No, go ahead. (laughs) He went to the police. There may be felony battery charges filed against Tyson. Uh, And since the incident took place on on a plane, he might 
be prohibited from flying. Melvin Townsend, the passenger, reportedly has a lengthy criminal history. He's listed as a habitual felon after he, he received a 25 years. Yeah, yeah. He started it. Yeah. Uh, he's also been convicted of identity fraud, use of drug paraphernalia, trafficking, stolen property, possession of a con- <sighs> controlled substance. The list goes on and on uh, with this guy. Um, yeah, hey man, I mean, look, uh, the, the video I saw, he was harassing Mike. You know, people think when you meet a celebrity that you have rights to him. You don't. You don't. Mm-hmm. And you took liberties, and you kept talking to the man. Then you throw, I didn't even see the water bottle, but once you throw a water bottle at a grown man, what you want to happen? The fact that it's Mike Tyson is, yeah, is irrelevant. You throw a water bottle at me, partner. (laughs) You know, you you can't do that, man. You know what, though, dog? What? I think some people want, like, it's some guys that get, get, get drunk, get lit, and they like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a Mike Tyson punch. But damn it, that's what you got. It's some people you want got it. to see what that's mm-hmm. like. They, they <laughs> that, hey man, there was somebody filming it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so like you don't know what this guy was trying to do. But you can go to the police. But see, you don't went to the police with with the wrong evidence. All I saw was a man harassing Mike Tyson, and their witnesses say he threw a water bottle at him. Now you're mm-hmm. supposed to get your ass whooped in most parts of the world. That I've been in. (laughs) All right, so listen to what happened to actress Kiki Palmer. Kiki says she politely declined to take a picture with an overzealous fan, but still had her personal space violated by the fan. Kiki detailed her story on social media over the weekend on how a female fan kept pressing her for a picture and wouldn't take no for an answer and then hit record after Kiki turned her down. Kiki posted on social media, no means no, even if it doesn't pertain to sex. I was at the bar the other day and this girl asked me three times for a picture and I told her three times nicely that I did not want to take one with her. She still proceeded to film me against my will. If I went off on her, I would have been wrong. So I just nervously laughed while my privacy was invaded. Don't don't take a picture at the bar. Good God, don't do that. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Kiki Barm is a cool, 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 cool girl, man. Yeah, I, you know, people, but that's actress. just it. Like mm-hmm. she said, no means no. A, a person doesn't have to do anything that they don't want to do. Because a person is a celebrity, they don't owe you anything. Now, mm-hmm. if a celebrity takes a picture with you out of because he's just being kind to you, then okay. But see, it's hard, man, because once you start taking them pictures and then people look over there and realize, oh, he's taking pictures. Now, here come everybody. Mm-hmm. Now you got to kind of deal with that, man. And that's yeah, that, I've seen that happen to you on several occasions, Steve. Oh, several occasions. Man, yeah. Man, oh man, oh man. Yeah. And it's it's Especially, rough, man, because yeah. because if you stop, now you now you, you finna you, set yourself up. Yeah, and that that used to happen a lot when you would walk, you know, when you used to fly commercial and walk through the airport. If you stop, the camera gonna get light. y'all ass whooped. That's what's yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> Just put these cameras down. No. Nah. The camera gonna get and you look, jumped on. And look, I get it. I understand. You got a You're phone excited. camera. This is a, a person that you like, or maybe mm-hmm. don't You're care nothing about. You just want to blow yourself up, and your excitement, and you want a picture to capture the moment to say, "Hey, I was with so and so." But you have to remember something now. That person has to stop what they're doing. 
I don't care if it's sitting there just having a quiet moment or walking, trying to get to a destination. Mm-hmm. And you ask them to stop. They now have to stop to accommodate you. That you were not in their plans when they left the house that day. So if they do stop and take a picture, that's out of the kindness of their heart. And they come on. But the, so I, I tell people all the time, hey, you gotta take it while we walk it. Because if I stop, they're going to line up. So I tell people, hey, look, if you could take it while... No, you got to stop. You moving, ma'am. Excuse me. If you take the picture, just walk next to me. Take the picture. Get your friend to get out front. But so I can keep doing what I'm doing. Just Mm -hmm. allow me that. Now, the other problem comes into play is if I don't want to take a picture. Mm -hmm. I I should reserve that right. That's what Kiki's saying. She just... politely declined you know to take the picture with the fan but the fan persisted and kiki felt violated you know you know Unc, i was with you man in vegas man and they was lined up around the table shirley we trying to gamble we in here i oh, yeah. it wasn't even for me i left the group because <laughs> like I, when i'm gambling i just try to wear glasses and keep yeah. my head down mm-hmm. i just look mm-hmm. at my chips in the board yeah, and man. just try to keep my head because if I look up, here they come. Now, pit yeah. bosses, they don't allow for them pictures in there. No. Hey, no yeah. pictures. Yeah, man. You know, mm. now nah, they mad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to move on now. Vegas, man. <laughs> Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, the nephew <laughs> has something on his mind. We'll find out what Tommy's thinking about right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, I hear you have something a little pressing on your mind. Uh, what, what's, you know, what's I, I, I'm, I'm always, I got three kids. Everybody knows I have three kids. I got a 25-year-old, a 17-year-old, and a 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the 20, we're at the 25 again. You know, it rotates on, on who has issues. So right now, mm-hmm. big dog, 25-year-old, you know, he, he started out a track star. Then we, he going to be a rapper, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I don't know how we got to this, but now... He wants to be a chef. All right. Oh. Now we, we culinary school. We want to go to culinary school. So uh-huh. I didn't put my money on the track star. I didn't put my money on the rapper. And now I'm a hesitant now. Now we talking about culinary. I'm, I want to go to Cordon Bleu. I don't know where that's at, but I, I want to go to it's culinary in New York. <laughs> okay. So, you know, you want to... Help your children get to their goal and achieve what they're trying to achieve. I want to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm always big. I'm, I'm big on that. My daddy was, he rode it out with me. I'm trying to ride it out. But when do you pull back and say, okay, hold on, man. I done put 20 grand over here. I done put 50 grand over here. I, I, that, Boy, man, damn. Now we in. Yeah. No. <laughs> Boy, you spending some money. <laughs> well, let me oh, help boy. you out, man. <laughs> yeah, Junior, Lord, Junior, you don't have any children. No. You are out of this. <laughs> man, I'm just saying. Son of you done spent some money. You ain't. You don't know the half of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Boy, you don't know the half. Me and Shirley and Tommy can tell you some things about yeah. spending money. You oh, yeah. need to just sit there and learn. <laughs> All right, let's go over this now, Tommy, because I have three sons. You have three okay. children. Yes, sir. I've had to learn something that they are, they are a reflection of who we are at one point. True. Let's go with this. Your son wanted to be a track star. Yeah. Didn't you run? Yeah. 
Did you turn out to be a track star? <laughs> Not at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now he want to be a rapper. <laughs> Ain't you in entertainment? Yes, I am. <laughs> do you understand what he's trying to do? I, I get it. <laughs> and now he wants to go to culinary school. Don't you claim to be a great cook? I do. I like do. father, like son. Man. Send that boy to culinary school because this just may be it. You don't have to figure it all out in your 20s, but it's a good thing that that boy is trying. So, Trey, I support you. Uncle Steve is with you, and congratulations because Tommy is sending your ass to Cordon Bleu. Thank you very much. Yay, Trey. Can't wait for your first meal. Oh, God. Hold on, Blue. Here we come. All right. Great advice as usual, Steve. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, a California couple, speaking of spending money, only spent $500 on their wedding. We'll find out how right after this. $500. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. In trending news, a young black California couple went viral for having a beautiful wedding ceremony that only cost them, get this, $500. Now, we all know how expensive weddings can be, especially you, Steve. Well, um, take a page out of Kiera. And you too, Bros. Shirley. You didn't have some weddings. <laughs> anyway. No, no, you ain't just Uncle Steve. You're going to quit doing this. You yeah, have some yeah. weddings. Thank you, Tommy. Yeah. You know, I ain't the only one multiple times down the okay. aisle. Shirley didn't have you some weddings. You know, hello. You anyway. Know. Anyway, what? <laughs> Kiara, her name is Kiara Brokenborough, and um, her husband Joel spent just $500 on their entire wedding, which included the dress, venue, and the reception. The couple held their ceremony off the Angeles Crest Highway uh, with Southern California's mountains as just a beautiful backdrop. They could only invite 30 to 40 relatives, that seems like a lot for $500, and close friends because they didn't have a permit for the area. For the ceremony, the couple only paid for the chairs and an arch. Uh, the bride explained our goal was to be just as minimal as possible and to spend the least amount of money as possible. She bought her wedding dress from the fast fashion online brand Sheen, which only cost her wedding dress only cost forty seven dollars. Forty seven dollars. I love it. Why didn't I know this when I got married? $47, okay? Both times. Uh, She said, I didn't want to spend a lot of money on a dress because I had the mindset that I'm going to wear this one time for a few hours. Now, of course, this did not include the ring, the $500. But she did all All that for five. All his tux. You didn't say nothing about his clothes. No. mm -mm. He already had $500. He had it already. (laughs) But they got the reception with 30 to 40 friends and relatives in That's there. That's Chick-fil-A right there. That was at somebody's The house. dress. <laughs> I mean, this, wow. You want to know my response to this? Yes, of course. <laughs> so? <laughs> you have the same issue. <laughs> so, we got it. Don't nobody, want, don't, nobody, don't nobody want no $500 wedding, and I damn sure don't want to go to one. Because it seemed to me like if you're going to throw a wedding for 500 this is what I'm thinking in hell. You got okay. the dress down at the thrift store. Okay. It's shy, it's in the back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. they set it out front. And it probably wasn't clean. So you had to take your dress to the dry cleaner. You had the wedding down at the shelter. Because really? you don't need a permit to have a wedding at the shelter. 
like you did out on the freeway because you had more than 30 people because you didn't have nowhere for the chairs to be placed. Remember the chairs? Yeah. Well, yeah, if you do chairs. it at the shelter, everybody can sit on the edge of the bed. Oh, God. They got chairs. Now, <laughs> who want to go down there for that one? <laughs> but if they're your friends or family, you're going to go and support them. Man, I had a partner one time that got uh-huh. locked up, right? And he became a pen pal. This was before, you know, cell phones was out. He a pen pal with a girl. Now, he done wrote me and told me he done met somebody he gonna marry. I said, well, dog, you getting out soon? Oh, no. Uh-huh. He ain't getting out. He just well, in there? So he said, no? He said, no, this is, you know, this is, the, this is after, this is weeks of talking. Because mm-hmm. we got to mail these letters, you know, what no. Right. And I damn sure wasn't in a position to take no phone call, collect from the state county. That ain't finna happen. Yeah. So write me. No. Mm. <laughs> hey, man, I sure wish you could be my best man. Mm-hmm. How? What? <laughs> I'm not coming What'd to jail no more. Nothing to volunteer. A best man boy, in jail? Boy, they not finna let you have guests in there. Conjugal. <laughs> Conjugal visits. So, so you on the same side up with the bride? Finna have you no bride bridal party side? and no prison marriage? Well, you lucky ain't letting her in there. Well, I gotta say that this couple's wedding $500. She looked amazing. Her dress was Oh, she looks really good. I'm, uh, and I'm congratulations. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, the prank phone call with the nephew right after this. Conjugal visits. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject of the letter today is bless this blended mess. All right, Mm. we'll get into that. Uh huh. (laughs) We'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, it is time for the nephew and uh, his prank phone call for today. What you got for us today, Neff? What you got? As you know, last year, (laughs) Church bought me this glove so that I may have healing power. (laughs) That cracks me up every time. Thirdly, you know what? I want to do this movie so bad. I do. I think I got it. I got it for this one. Which Way is Up? Richard Pryor movie. A classic. Which Uh Way is Up, man? I I can play myself, which is what he did. He played himself. All right? Played the the preacher. I I, I think I definitely got that. And then played the old man. I think I got that. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that movie. For all you youngsters out there, if you never saw the movie Which Way Is Up, you're missing something. You gotta, you gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta pull that one up and take a look. Cause that right there. Do is yourself classic. a favor. And when they get to that trailer home and he in there with that <laughs> sister and, and she didn't lock that door, trust me. <laughs> screaming. Be screaming. I hope you got a strong back. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta uh, see the movie. You have to see the movie. Which it's way? A is up? It's a Richard Pryor right. classic. Let's get funny for a minute right here. This We're going to get stupid for a minute, not funny. We're going to get stupid, straight, ignorant right here. This right here okay. is adoption agency. Adoption oh, agency. Uh, cat dog, if you would. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Clarence. Uh, yeah, this is he. Clarence, how you doing, man? This is Robert. Robert. 
uh, we were trying to get a schedule with you guys. Maybe we can swing through and uh, pick up Little Clarence, I guess, around 6, if you guys are available around 6. Okay, what do you mean, picking up Little Clarence? Well, we got the um, we got the call that we can come and actually pick up Clarence and, and, and take him with us. Have you guys packed his things up yet? Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Got the call from who that you can come pick him up? I don't know nothing about this. Well, my name is Robert, Robert And my wife and I got the call that we could. Do you not know about us um, adopting Little Clarence? Oh, what the Adopting who? Oh, okay, wait a minute. Are you guys at, are you guys at drive? Uh, yeah, that's that's my address. But uh, where, and, and, what you talking about? You gonna come take my son from me? Yeah. Okay, but you, you, your son is two years old, right? Yeah, he's two. What they got okay, to do I, with you coming to pick up my son? And what is his agency's number? Uh, well, the, the agency told us that with well, adoption agency, they've got all our information. We've we've filled out all the paperwork, and you you guys aren't aware that that we're supposed to come there today to pick him up. Hell no! What what adoption agency said this was? How to get my information? I'm not sure. We we've got uh, pictures of Clarence and oh. and oh, yeah. uh, you know my wife is actually going out and bought balloons and everything and 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 we were gonna come through. They told us any time today, so we felt maybe like around 6 p.m. we'd come get it. Well, now you ain't coming here to pick up no Clarence. I'm tell you that right now. Oh, okay, wait wait a minute now. This 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 I mean this can't be happening. Okay, wait a minute. Uh, oh, you're, 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 you're Clarence Sr., correct? Yes, I am. And you don't know anything about us t- to come over there to pick the baby up? Hell no, I don't know nothing about this. See, what's the name of this place again? Uh, adoption agents. Who gave you my information and how they get my information to come pick up my son? I, I don't know that, sir. All I know is is uh, we've bought a car seat. We're, we're, you know, my wife has bought balloons. Man, I don't care y'all bought a car seat, balloons, hotel, whatever. You ain't coming to get my son. Okay, sir, I'm, I mean, what, what I'm not going to do is, is, is tell my wife that we're not coming to get Clarence Jr. today. Oh, yeah, y'all, you're going to have to tell her that because you ain't coming here to pick up my son. Sir, from, with the paperwork that I have, Clarence is actually my son now. Man, f- you and your paperwork. You ain't coming here to pick up my son. Sir, Clarence Jr. is mine, and I'm actually going to change his name to Robert. So, I'm, yeah, I mean, like, I, like hell you are. Come on over here if you want to. Come on over here. I'm waiting for you. I'm standing in the driveway right now. Okay, well, wait a minute. Now, the, the, the adoption agency tells us that you guys are not doing well finance, uh, financial. Are you working? No, I ain't working. What the f- got to do with anything? I ain't gonna get rid of my son just because I ain't working. Okay, but 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 uh, uh, so in other words, you're not you're not able to to provide for him, from what I understand. Man, my son ain't missed no meal. He got clothes on his back. He got a roof over his head. Man, I'm not. You ain't coming here to pick up my son. I don't care what I got to do, man. I go out cut grasses. I make money on the side washing cars and everything. Okay, you okay, but come here and get my son. But don't you think he deserves a better home? I don't know what the what the screw up is. I don't know, but I'm trying to at least rationalize with you man. so you can understand why me and man, my wife. Rationalize with you. You ain't coming to get my son. He in a good home right now. I love my son. You ain't taking him nowhere. I'm telling you, I'm right here in the driveway. Come on over here. Sir, I don't want to go back and forth, but I am, me and my wife are coming to get Clarence today. Uh, okay, come on. Come on. I'm waiting for you. I'm already told you about two, three times. Come on. I'll be waiting right here. I guarantee you. Sir, sir I don't want any altercations when I get there. I just want Clarence to get in the car, and me and my wife are going to take him to his new oh, home. When you get here, it's going to be one hell of an altercation, so you might want to come to law. Whoever's going to come with you. Bring the adoption agent, too, so I can whoop that too. 
You know what, man? If you was to be able to provide for your family, wouldn't nobody be trying to adopt your child? The problem is that you can't take care of your family. Now, me and my wife coming over there, and we coming to get Clarence Jr. That's oh, the problem. You ain't coming down here to get my child. Man, you get down here, I'm going to you and your wife up. How about that? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You going to do what to my wife? Well, I don't hear women, but I'm going to tell you right now. You and your wife going to come down here. I'm going to help both of you. Anybody come down here try to take my child up out of my house, they going to get up. I'm coming to get it. I got to do what I got to do. I'm going to tell you right now, you ain't coming down here to get my son. You, your wife, I'm telling you, nobody's going to come here and take my son. I'm not going to disappoint my wife. You got my number. I don't know how you got my address. I don't care what agency you got going through or whatever going on. But I'm telling you right now, you come down here, I'm all y'all up. I'm not going to disappoint my wife. Now, she think we coming to get this. I don't give a who disappoint whoever you want disappoint. I don't give a about that right now. But you ain't about to take my son up out there. I'm going to come and get him out that house. I done told my wife I was coming to man, get him. Man, I'm telling man, you better tell your wife. You come in this driveway, I'm going to be sitting right here waiting for you, and I'm going to the last one of y'all up. Every last one of y'all. I don't care who you bring. You can bring President Obama, and I'm going to you ain't finna do nothing. You ain't finna do. You ain't finna. Try to take my son out of the house. I'm gonna tell you right now. Everybody getting fucked up. All I'm finna do is let you know this. I'm coming to get Clarence Jr. Oh, you, you ain't got nothing to tell me or let me know. I'm letting you know right now. You better come here with the corner and everybody because I'm about to you up. You're gonna leave here with a and you're come over here and take my son. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You get his clothes what together so he can come and live a better life. He's not living a good life there. You get his clothes. I've told you about six, seven, eight times. Bring your mother down here, and I'm you and everybody, whoever you bring down here, up. you try to take my. You, you, you know who else I'm bringing with me? Because I'm bringing somebody well, else well, with me. You, you better bring an army. Say what? It better be an army to come down here and get my son about this house. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm bringing nephew Tommy with me. You bring who? I'm, I'm bringing. <laughs> I'm bringing nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show with me. <laughs> oh man, you see, this is Tommy, man. This is nephew Tommy. Man, woo, <laughs> man, I'm about to up everybody out here. Man, come down here taking my show. Your brother woo. named Benjamin got me to get you, dog. Oh man, see that's how family gets up. See, next time I see him, it's on. <laughs> stupid you understand what i'm saying absolutely Uh and i'm good with it i don't know Uh nobody better than this man i just i just don't yes you i (sighs) you know what i i'm i'm inclined to agree with you neither do i i don't know anyone you can't i don't i don't i don't i I don't you can't let him have that yeah i don't know anyone can't find anybody stupid damn shame to want to be the stupid you got an announcement. You got a special announcement coming up. Is it better than my stoop? I'm just asking. Is it better than I promise my stoop? <laughs> I promise you. It ain't going to be stupid. Yeah, well, thank you, Junior. All right, coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, bless this blended mess and my special announcement right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, just before we get to the strawberry letter, guys, I have a really special announcement to make, okay? Coming up, it's Mother's Day. It's fast approaching. I've got a very special treat for you. Introducing... Dun, 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 dun. Drum roll here, please. Drum roll. <laughs> that would be nice. Introducing my brand new candle collection. It is called Love Shirley Strawberry from My Heart to Yours, okay? Brand new, yeah. very beautiful, aromatic candles. They smell good, they look good, all of that. And I'm they having my like launch. Strawberry, sir? Do they smell like strawberries? <laughs> they don't smell like strawberries, but they smell just as good as strawberries. Trust me on that. They smell good. They last long. They burn up to 80 hours. They're made out of coconut wax and, and soy. They're just 80 beautiful. hours? Uh-huh. They can burn up to 80 hours. That's right. Mm-hmm. Nice, right? Yeah. So this is what I want you guys to hear. Please join me Saturday, May 7th from 1 to 4 p.m. at Merge Co. Merge Co. is a store in Phipps Plaza, okay? Phipps Plaza in Atlanta to get your candles just in time for Mother's Day. I want you, when you get your candles, to think about self-care and taking care of yourself and, you know, just sitting back, relaxing, put some music on and just light my candles. But also, sir, to think about when your lights go out and you can't get them back (laughs) on. You need... You, you know, you gotta have this for emer- emergency yeah. purposes when when a hurricane come and all That's the power right. out. Or you That's ain't paid talk the bill. about the candle, Shirley. That's the right. name of the candle again. <laughs> it's Love Shirley Strawberry, and this uh, Saturday, May seventh, uh, from one to four p.m., I'll be at Merge Co. in Atlanta's Phipps Plaza. If you don't know this where that Saturday? is, Saturday, May seventh, May seventh. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. May seventh. Now the- let me ask you a question, Shirley. What uh-huh. type of scents do the candles have? Oh, they have beautiful scents. Um, there, there's only one scent that I'm putting out right now, and that one's called Love Shirley Strawberry. It's just you. I want you to think about love, loving yourself, and self care. So, Love huh? Shirley Strawberry. Yes. How's your wick? Because your wick mean anything. How's your wick? It's, it's, it's soft spun cotton. It's soft spun cotton. Yeah. That's what it is. You're going to love them. Trust me on that. You guys are going to get yours. Don't worry. You're going to get like your candles. like a good wick. I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to come down to the fifth house and buy mine. I'm, well, I'm, please I'm do. Customer. Please, I'm a please do. I'm, I, I'm not coming down now. I'm telling you. I know. Shirley, I'm going to take that ass whooping to buy no damn candles. Yeah. I'm going to buy some candles. I'll buy a case of candles. I'm damn sure not coming down now. For you, I'll say please don't. Leave at Frips. 
Because yeah. <laughs> you'll start, yeah, you'll start a riot or something. But yeah, it, it's a company, a beautiful company, black-owned company called Merge Co. And uh, they're right upstairs in Fitz Plaza. Uh, they're upstairs right above the uh, Gucci store. And right across down from uh, Nordstrom. So now, you can't Junior, miss. on your weekend sto- show that morning, yeah, I will tell everybody. You should them. mention it. I'm gonna tell them. Mm-hmm. Sure okay. Am. All right. Well, I, I would appreciate that. I really would. But anyway, my candle collection, love Shirley Strawberry. Please, please, please get your one. You'll love yeah. it. You really sure. will All right. love it. Yeah. If I candles. sell these candles out, mm-hmm. you know how many? How many we need to sell it out? Oh, if you you mean all of them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah all of them. Let's do it right now. Let's, let's set, set it out. Why not? Okay, let's. We set gotta a hurry goal. and get to okay. the letter. But how many candles you got? Okay, so about a thousand. Can you do that? Oh, That's oh, easy. Oh, hell, yeah. it's gone now. Oh, girl. We got that. All wow. right. What? <laughs> Just sell out a you thousand. You don't even need I'm Steve good. Harvey Nation. Tommy Nation can do a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 That's my all little I nation, <laughs> my little old nation, got that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the love and the support. All right, it is time for today's strawberry letter. If we have some more time, uh, if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com by clicking submit strawberry letter. Okay, you could if you run out your of time, letter read, Shirley. Huh? You could just let me do the letter because the title is Bless This Blended Mess. You obviously <laughs> don't know what that is. This got something to do with me, I'm pretty damn sure. <laughs> you know they're all about you, Steve. You know that. But all right, uh, I'll read the letter and you can respond. I don't Let's know what. Let's go. Yeah, we don't have a lot of time. Come on, Tommy. Let's go. Strawberry letter. All right. Uh, subject blend bless this blended mess dear Stephen Shirley I'm a 47 year old married woman and we have a four bedroom house I have two children from a previous relationship and my husband has a grown son by his ex-wife his parents are living with us temporarily because his son has a baby and they want to be here for their great grandchild my mom lives with us too she's always lived with me and when I got married I asked her to move upstairs so my husband and I can have the big downstairs bedroom with the ensuite bath. This is when my mom started hating my husband and finding all kinds of things wrong with him, from having stinky feet to how his hairline is receding. I put my mother in a room upstairs that has a Jack and Jill bath, and my husband's grown son shares a bathroom with her. He has his fair share of complaints with my mom, and my husband and I have talked uh, about putting him out. But he's got a newborn to save up for. He has asked if the baby's mother and the baby can move in uh, too and we both said a big hell no so my two daughters ages 11 and 13 are constantly upstairs fighting because they have to share a room with these ridiculous house prices we can't afford to move and we're about to lose our minds my husband said my mom is bad for our marriage and she should go move in with her boyfriend We both think his son should leave. My husband's mom and dad are taking up our whole basement and his dad is a sleepwalker and he pees in the bed. I had no idea that getting married would be so miserable. My husband seems to forget this was my house and I welcomed him and his family. So should I get to choose who's going and who's staying? Am I right or wrong? Wow. (laughs) Well, That is a blended mess. Let me handle this. When we come back, 
You got it. I'm going to flat out tell you who all need to go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Steve's response coming up next. Uh, Subject of the strawberry letter, bless this blended mech. We'll be back at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh... With with uh, your response, this is part one of your response. The letter subject is bless this blended mess. What you got? Well, the request to bless this blended mess is kind of a crazy request because you all created the mess. Mm. Uh-oh. I'm a 47-year-old married woman, and we have a four-bedroom house. That's meaning her and her husband. I have two children from a previous relationship, and my husband has a grown son by his ex-wife. Now, so far, there's two, four, five people living there. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Now... His parents are living with us temporarily because his son has a baby and they want to be there for their grandchild. That's two more people, grandparents. That's seven in the house now. But but the reason they there is ignorant. <laughs> Why you say that? They living with us temporarily because his son has a baby and they want to be here for their grandchild. Right. But damn it, why they got to be in this here house? Though? <laughs> Don't know. They need to go. <laughs> and why is the grown-ass son in the house? Same My mom baby. lives with us, too. Uh-oh. Yo, mama. That's one more. Now we got eight people living in the house. Oh, yeah. In a four-bedroom. She's always lived with me, and when I got married, I asked her to move upstairs so my husband and I can have the big downstairs bedroom with the in-suite bath. This is when my mom started hating my husband and finding all kinds of things wrong with him, from having stinky feet to how his hairline is receding. That is true, though. Both of those things is probably true. Most men's feet stink, and his hairline is definitely receding because if she's noticed it, please know the kids have noticed it too. And so has his. That explains the Rogaine that's all over the house laying on the counters and everything because he's caught him getting Rogaine prescription. I had to put my mother in a room upstairs that has a Jack and Jill bath, and my husband's grown son shares a bathroom with her. What? Mm-hmm. Why the Jack and Jill bath is shared by the grandmother and the old ass son? Don't mm-hmm. neither one of them need to be in the house. But now they up there sharing a the bathroom. She mad cause she upstairs, cause she mm-hmm. was downstairs. But then when you married a uh, hairline, now she mad at hairline. <laughs> hairline and stinky feet. <laughs> hairline with the stinky feet, and now up here with his. With his child from another damn marriage. She can't stand his ass. He has his share of complaints with my mom and my husband and I have talked about. No, okay. Now, we're talking about his son now that shares a Jack and Jill bath. He has his fair share of complaints with my mom and my husband and I have talked about putting him out. He need to get put out, but his complaints is valid. 
because now he in here, he got to deal with all this stuff on the back of the commode that he don't even know what it is. Because he's never seen Tussie deodorant before. He don't even know what that is and why is that back here. And the correct pronunciation is Tussie. But when you're a little boy like me, I thought it was Tussie because what else could it be? Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Hey, here, you going to call it Tussy when Moving the other on. thing ain't Pussy. You ain't ever heard of Pussy before. So why is we calling it Tussy? <laughs> it ain't on. one word start with the P and it ain't okay. Pussy. Now, you can, have a pus, you can have a Puss bump on you with some Puss in it, but it's never been called Pussy. It's too early. So now too why early. is the deodorant got to be Tussy? <laughs> You understand why one of my biggest ass whoopings was. was Would you stop? It's not about you. The whole letter about me. (laughs) Bless this blended mess. I told you to let me do it. Now, talked about putting the boy out, which he should, but he's got a newborn to save up for. He ain't got to save up for no damn newborn. Newborn costs money. You can't save with a newborn. Newborns cost money. He got to spend. He is asked if the baby's mama and the baby mama. <laughs> now, he didn't ask if the baby's mother and the baby can move in, too. And we both said a big hell no. That'll be 10 people in a four-bedroom. And you share the bathroom with the old woman with the using baking soda for deodorant and got that tussy on the back of the counter. She got that water uh-huh. bottle hanging on the back of the door. He still don't know what all that vinegar is for. So, see, we got a problem. What? So my two daughters are 11 and 13. They belong in the house. They upstairs fighting because they got to share a room because they shouldn't have to share because they should be sharing that Jack and Jill bathroom. These ridiculous house prices, we can't afford to move. You don't need to buy a new house. All them people need apartments. My husband said my mom is bad for our marriage. She is. She should go move with her boyfriend. That's true. We think the son's son should leave, put his ass out. My husband, mama's his dad, taking up the whole basement, put their old ass out too. He a sleepwalker. He pee in the bed. You pee in my bed one time, and then your ass got to go. We come back. Let me finish this letter when we come back. I need some <laughs> All time. Part three. All right, right, Steve, hang on. We'll get to part three. We'll do a part three of this strawberry letter coming up at 46 minutes after the hour. The subject today is bless this blended mess. We'll be back with part three from Steve right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. You have a part three of today's strawberry letter. The subject is bless this blended mess. And blended mess it is. I got three minutes to walk y'all through what this is. 47-year-old woman is married. She got two kids from a previous marriage. Her husband has an adult son from an ex-wife. The two children live with them, and the adult son lives with them. Her mama also lives with them, and she's always lived with them even before she got married. But when she got married, she wanted to move her and her husband downstairs into the bedroom with the big in-suite bathroom and move the little mama upstairs. Now, she mad because she got a Jack and Jill bath she got to share with the boy that is a grown-ass man. Now, he got the girl pregnant, and he's mm-hmm. staying at the house so he can save up money for his son. You can't save money with sons. You got to spend money for sons. Now, his mom and daddy to move in because they want to be near the grandchild. Well, damn it, too many people in here now. <laughs> it's her and the husband. It's the two daughters. That's four. It's the son that don't need to be there. That's five. It's your mama stay there. That's six. And it's his mom and daddy. That's eight. 
Then the boy then came in and asked, could the baby and the baby mama move in? Now y'all want to say hell no. When you need Ooh. to put his ass out. Now you got a problem because your husband say that your mama bad for the marriage, and she is, because now she in here talking about his hairline is receding. And everybody know that, and he touchy about that hairline. That's why he been buying that Rogaine. It's hard as a man to wake up and see your hair on the pillow. So now he see his, <laughs> now he know everybody know that the hairline is going back. Now he back there combing his hair, starting at his ears. We know it's bad. He need to just go bald. It's time to move yeah. that. But now... You got a problem now with his mom and daddy because his damn daddy downstairs and moved into the basement and they taking up the whole basement and his daddy is a sleepwalker and pees in the bed. Now your old ass is walking around the house then soaked up these sheets with that old urine. You got, you got Viagra in your urine. You got Hennessy in it. You got penicillin in your urine. You got antibiotics. You got anti-inflammatory. Now you rubbing Ben Gay on yourself. Man, you stink. (laughs) My husband seems to forget this was my house, and I welcomed him and his family, so I should get to choose who's going and who's staying. Am I wrong or right? The only people need to be in that house is them two girls that's 11 and 13. You need to put everybody else ass out of that house. Yeah. Walking around, sleepwalking and peeing. Even mama too, huh? Put your mammy out. Uh, she up there talking about his All right, line. coming up at the top of the hour. Listen to this Sitting question, guys. Here. What? What's the weirdest thing you've ever done to get a girl? Think about that. Mm. <laughs> we'll answer it mm. right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So Fox News reporter Jesse Walters recently joked on air about the way he purposely flattened a co-worker's tires just so he could drive her home and get her to say yes to a date with him. The co-worker was 14 years younger than him, and now, amazingly, he's married to her. 
Wow. So the question is to the guys, have you ever done anything like this or or what's the over the top thing you've done to get a girl? I'm going to let them go ahead because mine's simple. Come on, Junior. Followed her into the women's bathroom. <laughs> that was over the top. <laughs> Well, I, you went into the well, lady's so, bathroom? Well, I walked up just through the door, Tommy, because I didn't want her to feel like I said, you know, you're so fine. I got to follow you in here. You need protection. <laughs> <laughs> and what what happened? What? I got a phone number. Oh, okay. Yeah, Keisha, so Keisha. it was worth it. Oh, at 10th grade. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was that. I did do that. And then she she liked me just the fact that I went over the top of her because then nobody else wanted her. They didn't, they want to deal with her. They, she had a really big attitude. But I said, uh-huh. forget that. She fine. Uh-huh. So she started going to the bathroom. I followed her right on in there like it wasn't nothing. I'm talking the whole time. We walking in. She said, she said, what are you doing? I said, giving you protection. Kate. You were her bodyguard. Yeah. You remember her name? Keisha Evans. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> All right, come on, nephew. You know what? Anything I think I and 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 I don't do it no more. But mm. name drop, drop my uncle's name. Oh. You know, I actually, I actually was in, I actually was on the phone. I actually was in front of a fine, super fine girl back in the day, and I'm on the, I'm acting like I'm on the phone. I really ain't. Why am I saying his a whole name, Uncle Steve Harvey? What is? Look, I call you when I get. Uncle Steve Harvey, I, I don't have time right now. Was he famous then? I, <laughs> yeah. And she hearing all day. this. Hell and then I get yeah. off the phone, yo, what's up, girl? What's happening? Who was you talking to? That's my uncle, man. He tripping. Yeah, he tripping, but I, I, I talked to him later. Yo, <laughs> you, your, your, your uncle is is is, is Steve Harvey. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but don't worry about it. I'll let them. What's and up? You what's call up? What's him going that? On? <laughs> <laughs> uncle Steve Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> So it don't get confused with nobody else, dog. I feel <laughs> But it worked. <laughs> hey, Uncle Steve Harvey. Yeah, that was a good one. All right, come on, Uncle Steve Harvey. <laughs> Mine was simple though. It was the beginning of my player days. I was about 22, 23. Mm-hmm. I mean, a Kmart. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I remember Kmart. Uh-huh. Yeah, remember Kmart? I was in Kmart and I saw this fine shit. Oh, good Lord, this girl was fine. She was pushing a cart, and I really didn't have a conversation for her. I didn't know how to approach her because she had a little baby in the buggy. And I said, maybe she married or somebody. I'm looking for rings. I don't see no ring. Mm-hmm. Little boy just grabbing stuff on the shelf. I want that. I want that. Boy, put that down. Put that. Stop putting all that stuff in this car. We ain't getting none of this here. Mm-hmm. So I got to the checkout before her. And when she got to the checkout, I was outside. And as soon as she walked outside with the baby in the basket, in her basket, I, I pulled the bag. I said, uh, this is for your son. I saw he wanted it. He wanted a little fire truck, and she made him put it back. So I bought the fire truck with $4.85. I bought the fire truck and gave it to the little boy. Uh, boy, how much did that yeah. set you back? <laughs> I don't know, but it set me up for three years with the woman. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> It ain't set what it set back. you back. It's how it set you up. up. <laughs> Feel me now. On, oh, me. Talk about a return on investment. $4.58. Yeah. Man. That worked. And you were with her for three years? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, huh? That's yeah. cold right there, man. She wasn't she, the nicest person she, I ever well, met, but ooh, Lord, she was fine. 
What did she say when the what was what was the first thing out of her mouth when you gave her the truck? She said, "Oh my God, uh huh, that's that's so nice. We we can't afford any of this." Aww. She didn't know I couldn't either, but you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Matter Morning fact, Show. I had right to leave what I wanted in the store. <laughs> Uncle Steve Harvey. <laughs> Uncle Steve Harvey. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, so Mother's Day is coming up really quickly. It's fast approaching, but that's okay because I've got a special treat for you. I've got something for you. I'd like to introduce right here my brand new candle collection. It is called Love Shirley Strawberry, okay, from my heart Shirley, to Shirley. yours. Yes, Stop. Steve. Let me do this for you. Okay. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, the co-host of the Steve Harvey Morning Show has entered into a new business venture. She's always been really, really good at accessorizing her home and everything. And now she's entered into the candle business. And these candles will be available on May 7th at Flips, Phillips, Phipps Plaza, upstairs above the Gucci store at a store called Merge Coat. Merge Coat. Merch Co. is carrying Shirley Strawberry's brand new candles, and the candles are called Love Shirley Strawberry. Oh my goodness, light it up! It's a Mother's Day gift, it's a gift for your favorite girl. It can change the smell of your office, your dining room, your kitchen. You can put it in your bedroom. It's the perfect gift if the per- perfect gift to yourself, May 7th. Meet Shirley Strawberry at Phipps Plaza above the Gucci store at a store called Merge Co. And come and buy a bunch of candles. Everybody buys a candle called Love Shirley Strawberry. And meet Shirley Strawberry the day before Mother's Day and give the gift of your life. Lord have mercy. (laughs) Thank you, Steve, from 1 to 4 p.m. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now to play a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather a window seat or an aisle seat on an airplane? Winter. Yeah, I'm winter. <laughs> on that winter. Mike I can't is. stand somebody stepping on me to go to the bathroom every five, ten uh, minutes. I'm on that window. Man, yeah. I hate that cart coming down that aisle. And you're people stuck. brushing up against you when they pass by. Mm-hmm. But you know, Steve, some you people don't have that when you got your own plane. You ain't nobody passing by you. You know, you just. You just own your own plane. No, that's why, that's why he, he, ain't say, he ain't said nothing, Junior, because guess uh-huh, what? He uh-huh, ain't got a uh-huh. would you rap. He, uh-huh. he already rapper. He already yeah, rapper. Would you rather wear nothing but tuxedos for a whole year? Tuxedos just for a whole year. Or PJs for a whole year? Hey, tuxedos. Tux. Tuxedos, because you like to dress up. Hell yeah. I'm going to have a, have a pajama tuxedo. <laughs> you know, man. It don't matter, because hell, I can sleep in my tux. Hell. I'm in Wendy's drive through in a tux. I'm going to have that tuxedo like they had on the love boat with them shorts with it. Well, I'm going to be cold. <laughs> okay, would you rather have a face tattoo, a face B. tattoo? B. B. Or vampire teeth? B, vampire B. teeth? Yeah, don't get B. B. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, I'd just be a non-smiling ass person. But what you're not finna do is put a pair of lips on my damn face. It's, on my it's, neck. It's no tattoo. You a star. You ain't finna do none of this. What my about name, that Mike Tyson uh, swirly face? Day, no, I'm not. I ain't none of that. 
But, so but let me be clear, vampires. Mike. Mike, if Mike listening, I love it, Mike. It looks great. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> you don't mm, want. You ain't gonna put my ass face. on the plane. I love yeah. it, Mike. <laughs> All right. Would you rather let your mate cheat? Let your mate cheat for five hundred million dollars, or would you rather cheat? Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Say it again. Would you rather let let your mate cheat for five hundred million or would you rather cheat for five million? Well, seeing I ain't got neither one. E A or B. No, I'm going you with pick one, Junior. Wait, we ain't got five or five hundred. It don't really matter. We coming up either way. You rather I mean, let your mate cheat for five hundred? Greg, here she come. You, you said five hundred million. Five hundred million. Can I say something? I don't mean no five. Can I say something? Yeah. Please <laughs> over me. Please. <laughs> Why would you say that, <laughs> Steve? Well. I'm a, I'll, I'll take the five million and do it myself because I'm, I'm gonna lose after. Ah, how benevolent of that's you! Wonderful. <laughs> I do it for five million. All right, that's yeah. today's round of Would You Rather. Yeah. <laughs> and, five hundred uh, million. He can minutes. stay with us. What? <laughs> at forty-nine minutes after the hour, <laughs> we'll be back with some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day on this Monday, beginning of the work week. Been a good day. Yeah. Carla's out today, as you probably have noticed by now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All good. All good. All good. um, Steve, yeah. Candles. Thank you, guys. Don't forget to join me uh, Saturday, May 7th at Phipps Plaza at a store called Merge Co. upstairs, right on top of Gucci, across from Nordstrom. I'll be there. I will be there from 1 to 4 p.m. with my brand new candle collection just in time for Mother's Day. I want to see you there. Come get your Great. candle for Mother's Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy a couple of them, sir. Okay. Wow. Thank thanks, you. thanks. Thanks, High Roller. <laughs> well, what you, I mean, I buy a case. What you want me? No, to I mean, you know, I'm just. I buy a couple of them, like you helping out, <laughs> man. But, you know, hey man, look, man, hey man, don't make cheap ass announcements on the radio. <laughs> sure, I buy, buy twenty candles and give them away. How about Thank that? Thank you, something, Jesus. <laughs> I buy a couple Thank candles. <laughs> Two man. candles. But announce it on the radio like like he really give like he finna change your life. Like it's major. Yeah. I'ma buy two now. <laughs> hey oh, yeah, yeah. I'll save one of, I'll save one of them puppies for nine ninety nine a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gonna you gonna sell them after church? Where you gonna be, baby? Where you gonna be in selling them at? <laughs> hey, listen, uh that 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 gives me my closing remarks. Uh the fact that Shirley's uh starting a new business and everything. I wanna remind people. It's never too late to start. It is never too late to start. 
Who determines when it's too late to start? No, I'll tell you when it's too early. It's too early to quit. But it ain't ever too early to start. Quitting is not an option. Quitting is always too soon. Quitting is always the wrong time. Quitting is all of a sudden. Quitting is just before it popped off. Quitting is admitting that you have no desire for the potential to even occur. It's too early to quit, but it ain't ever too early to start. It's never too late. I'm going to remind you of the story of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Colonel Sanders had been going around the country with this recipe for dozens and dozens of years. Nobody believed it. No, it ain't nothing about that. No, nothing, nothing, nothing. I, I don't get it. What are you talking about? Colonel Sanders finally convinced someone to give him his first franchise in his 60s. You ever see the picture of Kentucky, of, of Colonel Sanders on the side of that bucket? You notice that picture? He's not 20 in that picture. He has aged in that picture. You know why? Because it didn't happen for him until he aged. And until Chick-fil-A came along, Kentucky Fried Chicken was the number one chicken seller in the world. It's been replaced by the greatness of Chick-fil-A. But do you think it's too late? Let me ask you a question. When is it ever too late to be successful? Tell me when that's when that is too late. It's too late to be successful. It's too late to win. It's too late to hit the lottery. It's too late for for the light switch to come on. It's too late for the cows to come in. It's too late. No, man. Success is always right on time. And things happen to you in the time that it's supposed to happen. But if you quit, you will not get to the appointed time. You have got to persist. You've got to pursue. And you've got to see it through. Because that is the only way to find out what the true outcome is. It is not for you to quit and say this is the outcome. What? Because you quit? That didn't turn out like I wanted it to. Why? Because you quit? This wasn't the outcome I expected. Why? Because you quit? It can't be it, y'all. It cannot be it. So I commend Shirley Strawberry for starting a new venture at this appointed time. I think it's great. And let that be an inspiration for everybody that's thinking about starting something. Start it. Start with one cent of a candle. Learn the business. Get it started. Sell it out. Get you another cent and another cent. Participate. Help a person out. Because guess what? You're going to need help. Support a person because guess what? You're going to need supporting. Buy something because when it's your turn, you're going to want somebody to buy something. Because I don't care who you are, you're going to want somebody to buy something. 
you're going to want somebody to buy either your product or your service because there's only two ways to make money in this world. You must provide a service or provide a product. That's the two ways. You got to sell something or you got to provide a sales and service is the ways to make money. And it's never too late to be of service. It's never too late to start selling. I'm telling you, man, it's a great thing that's happening. There's a great thing that can happen in your life if you would only start. Everybody, start pursuing your dreams because it ain't ever too late. Those are my closing remarks. I hope it helped you today. If it didn't help you, tune in tomorrow. We might have one for you, God willing. And here's the best news. Talk to God today because he sure would love to hear from you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially step up like a boss and save the day or see what life's like under the tree of life did you if you could would you when we come through it's true magic because we came to play bring the magic at walt disney world resort something that makes me crazy is when people say well i had this career before but it was a waste and that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 